What's up, everybody? It's the Dirty Sheets. We are coming at you with a preview to to Fastlane. I almost said Smacklane because we're doing a preview to Fastlane and a review of SmackDown. Let's see how that always goes together. Uh, Billy usually does a nice SmackDown by himself, this and that, but I was jerking off to SmackDown, and I was telling him how great it was, so he figured, well, why don't we just fucking talk about it? I'm Cap Manning. I'm from the Lingus Mafia podcast, everything at Lingus Mafia, and I am with your number one source for all of your wrestling news. He is at Dirty Sheets X and at Lock Betting X. That is Billy Body. Yeah, and as that conversation went on, he said, you know what, like, why don't you just let me review SmackDown every week and you can take some weight off your shoulders <laughs> and I'll start, I'll start getting that done on, on Friday or I'll watch that Friday and I'll put it out on Saturday and you can just focus on Raw and the news. And I said, oh, that's really cool because like, I, I hate doing all the shows. But, uh, so and as then we get next 50 week, people to said, sign up, Billy, not a problem. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a tough business. So I mean, people fucking there. There's a group of people, but you know, you have your hardcores and stuff like that, and and especially the way how goofy with Apple fucking signing up is, and how goofy fucking Podbean for one for especially Podbean. Oh, I oh well, so the target the target number is is double that, but I think fifty would have been hit easily if um. Yeah, I mean, it's not that far off that. I mean, with those, with the free trials and the people that didn't understand that that Patreon, which you can't fucking find unless you tweet the link every single fucking day. So mm. we're going to come off. I know a couple of guys already canceled and I'm just going to start making, uh, I'm going to either put it on the Dirty Sheets Patreon, which I'm going to do temporarily for the next week or two, and then make a decision as, because we still got the old uh, Patreon with no subs on it, which is the podcast on a poll one. Mm. So all I have to do do a name change to Dirty Sheets, uh, Dirty Sheets podcast bonus bonus shows, and just simply go over there, and that's a lot easier because you can also get a domain name for it. Mm. I mean, I think you can actually do that as well for the Patreon that we're using. But what am I paying for? Like, I'm paying a subscription fee for them to do absolutely fucking nothing to have a page that's impossible to find. Um, and Podbean is just shit in general anyway because there's thousands of people listening to the show and they don't insert any ads into it because we don't pay them enough money to be on a, yeah. to be on a tier where we can have ads. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, we have thousands of, we have thousands of people, so we need to pay you $100 a month in order to have our ads placed. It doesn't fucking matter what we're paying. We're bringing thousands of listeners in. You can get your adverts listened to by a bigger audience. Like, what's this stupid $100 amount that needs to be paid? I'm not fucking paying it. Like, I'm, I'm already giving these guys $14 a month to do nothing. Now I'm paying them $40 a month for the Patreon as well, which is just a normal Patreon. It's like the same as the free one. So, and no one can fucking find it. So, it's all, it's all fucking, it, it's all, it's all a fucking joke. Um, yeah, and the, the clock is ticking down as well to when I can just stop doing this completely. Um, and <laughs> so and, and, he says, ladies and gentlemen, I don't believe yeah, it. No, well, so, I don't believe it so, for a minute. So, so I say, but obviously, um, before that, before that happens, so 
if Roman, when Roman loses, as I said, was a deadline, we'll have a look at our, our numbers. If it's not at the magic mark of 100 payers, um, then we will just explore what you wanted to do, which is putting our voices fully behind the paywall. Because one of the things this is doing is it's costing me money. And it's costing me money in a way that I'm very, very good at the sports betting side of things. I'm a lot better than people who are getting more opportunities than me. But I also don't make myself known and really go for those opportunities because I also do this. And once you get yourself a, a opportunity in different industry and these fucking shitbag losers notice that you are doing something elsewhere whilst you are still doing this, they will contact those people and say, eh, this guy's homophobic. Eh, this guy did something racist. Eh, this guy's transphobic. And then those people will say, <coughs> those people will start to very quickly weigh up whether you are worth, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> whether you're worth having on board based on the fact that you are new there and all of these losers are complaining about you working there, even though they're not sports betting people at all. They just want to get you cancelled wherever they can because they've never been able to cancel you um, so far, either in gambling or wrestling, because most of my gambling content is on my own platforms. So this is the issue that I have. Why fucking get a job with a major website or anything like that whilst I'm still covering this? So honestly, you say it's bullshit. It'll be a fucking relief. It'll be a fucking relief to just be able to turn around and go, you know what? I, you can't, you got nothing on me. You ain't got shit. I ain't even got a voice. You can't hear it. And if you're paying to listen and you want to complain about what you paid for, you're a fucking moron that you're beyond fucking retarded at that point. If you're paying me money to see what you can complain about behind a wall. And that's the thing, like, it's also more unlikely that any kind of um, place you're working at are going to turn around and dig behind your paywall. They're much more likely to turn around and say, well, he's charging for this. It's very, very behind closed doors. So it's not like it's on the public domain and thousands of people can see it on YouTube. But anyway, plan A is to succeed at this. Plan A is for me and Cav to get back together in January, be doing the dirty sheets regular, uh, be doing it where listeners can be involved in the show and ask questions in order to do that we need our youtube videos to get watched so the first episode of wrestling list is available i don't know how that isn't sinking into your fucking heads because the numbers for that are terrible and a lot of people begged for that show to come out so it's just bullshit like this people ask and then they don't support um people ask for extra content and they don't support um so it's all heading to that point and listen i don't fucking care i don't care i don't really care so it's just going to be a case of if you want the show to continue support it that would be the ideal situation me and cav doing the dirty sheets where people can't can participate whilst doing our paid shows wrestling list wrestling informer which is now available behind the paywall again another show where people are like when's the wrestling informer coming back when's the wrestling informer coming back it's out, shitbags. Go and go and subscribe to it because it's a fucking hour and a half, an hour and a half show. You want it? Go and ask your parents for six dollars, and you can listen to the show. and And hopefully they'll give it to you. You'll get your pocket money this week. Just leave the basement and ask for six bucks, and hopefully they'll give it to you. Um, so yeah, that that's it. And as I said, don't give a fuck. It it'll be a fucking relief. 
<laughs> so I'm tweeting out right now the link to Wrestling Lists. So if anybody wants to be able to find it easier than having to just go to YouTube and type in the Dirty Sheets and then click on the Dirty Sheets itself and then click Videos and it'll be the first one there, uh, you can go to Dirty Sheets X on X. And let me tell you something there. about wrestling. I set this same Apple podcast up on the gambling side. And I know you were getting questions back and forth. And I thought, <laughs> oh, fuck, I thought this would be really easy. Maybe it's not, um, you know, maybe not, not as many people have Apple as I, as Apple, Apple phones as I realized, as I thought maybe. Um, they got an 87% market share. I set up this for my betting clientele um, two weeks ago. The betting, the betting side of things has six more people at a much higher price tier. It's double the price, and all it is is bonus podcasts, and it has six more people than the wrestling one at double the price. And not a single fucking question about how to do it. Not one. <laughs> not fucking one. So it is a moronic, it is a moronic fan base. It is a fan base <laughs> full of dipshit. And it's it, it's it. That's it. I, I, I mean, I, I'll be dipshit free in April. I'll be fucking <laughs> one in Roman too. I mean, if it's Cody Roman, like I'll fucking be there this year, dressed as Cody, <laughs> begging for fucking Roman to lose. <laughs> Finish the fucking story. <laughs> here's the here's what I I uh, predict. We will get obviously Roman will lose the title, and then Billy will go. But now we're in a we're in a follow up storyline to after he lost the title. Things are going on now. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> and we'll have to keep going. You'll go no, but there's another story that is following this. How is he going to react to losing the title? <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter what's going on. Like at the moment, we had the Rock come back. We got the big deal with TKO, a new TV deal with with um, SmackDown going over to Fox. Jay Cargill's coming in. Women's division is looking better. Um, lots of stuff's going to be happening going into this mania. Rumors about CM Punk coming back, and I, it's still not going to make any difference. I just want to sit back and enjoy it. The thing that's ruined wrestling most for me is the fans. Like I don't want to yes. be one of them. It's the same things when when people turn around and they go, "Ah, oh, when I go, I lost to go. Hey, you stop the wrestlers. Oh, you're selling autographs. No, actually, like I've fucking been collecting this shit for years and years and years, but never before was it did it have such a stigma around it where you see these smelly pigs hang around <laughs> in airports, things like that. I've always done it one way, buy a hotel room, and I'm in my hotel. I have some stuff on me, and um, while I have that access around the hotel, uh, I'll be able to get my bits. I even did this, did this before I was rich. I did this like before I had um, a six figure annual income. I, 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 I was still able to book a hotel in my very early twenties before club nights, before big brother, before anything, uh, normal income. I still managed to book hotels. So I always, I mean, I was, I had a modeling income. On, on, so you're still decent, better than what these listeners, as I'm making, but um, but still, like it was, it was still. I'll have able you know. To, I'll I have still, you know, Billy. Right I'll have you know they have a four-figure income. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they, and it's and it, and it's handed and it's and it's handed to them as some sort of 
disability benefit, you I'm know, sure. What's funny, um, they can find they can find money to go pay OnlyFans though. They'll be sitting there whacking off in the fucking basement. But, you know, I mean, there are the hardcores who pay to hear, you know, wrestling stuff and it is a fucking hell of an industry for uh, making money when it comes to people want to listen to somebody's fucking thoughts on what the fuck happened. It's wild to me that people do. Um, I mean, there's free shit all over the place. Obviously, a lot of things you listen to and stuff like that. But there are, you know, you got to have a niche for certain shit. And I think we do here as well as I have on my own stuff, too, because it's completely fucking different than, you know, wrestling review shows. I think both of these shows are very fucking different. Um, before we fucking run out of time, Billy, like I told you would happen. Um, no. <laughs> do we do we want to do fast lane first? Or do we want to do smack lane? Smack lane first. Um, I might name the show do, Smack Lane. <laughs> Fuck. Do <laughs> Smack Lane sounds like. Um, <laughs> So smack smack lane sounds like where Darby Allen grew up, <laughs> like 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 some sort of road where his uncle would would get smack and um, and then go on joy rides. Heroin lane, oh, man. yeah, heroin lane. <laughs> Gum road is all Adam likes to say. I was fucking screaming about uh, I got to do the fucking AEW show because. I was yelling on my show. The one thing that pisses me off most about this Edge shit, and he's still going to be Edge. I don't care what anyone fucking says. You know, I'm like, oh, great. Adam's wrestling. Fuck. There's 12 Adams in this fucking thing. Um, <clears throat> that's the problem, too. I saw a picture of everybody in groups according to having the oh, same name. Have you seen that picture? Um, no. Yeah, because you know how so many people have the same fucking name in AEW. There's, you know, right. multiple pages. There's fucking, you know, it's all that shit. So a lot of cages, everybody. Um, So now there's multiple Adams. But I'm like, I am so annoyed when things are just a lie. It bothers me. I know this is all fake and I know it's, you know, whatever. But Mr. WWE growing up a Hogan fan and being at WrestleMania and being hardcore WWE. Now he's telling Christian how their fucking hero was fucking Sting. And how he was Lex Luger and Christian was Sting and they used to fucking do all. And I'm like, where is when the fuck was this? I'm like, what a fucking load. And then he tells Tony Schiavone, you were the voice of my childhood. What kind of fucking bullshit are you trying to fucking sell me by saying he was a fucking WCW guy now? All of well, a sudden, that might not that might not have been to do with watching. That might have been a case of. When he was a kid, Tony Schiavone ran into Tony Schiavone and he said, hey, kid, get in the van if you want to make in this business. And that might have been what happened during his childhood. It could have been your voice of my childhood in my brain. Your voice of my childhood. Me hey, kid, get in, the van, get in the van. I'll make sure you make it. Me and Fausti said, oh, he must have only watched. Um, he only must have had his voice in 89 when he was in SummerSlam. And that was it. Uh, other than that, it was uh, that was the only time he ever heard Tony Schiavone because he didn't fucking watch WCW. So, um, but do we want to do uh, Smack? Fuck, I can't do it, Billy. <laughs> I can't. It's Smack Lane every fucking time. I'm trying to say Fast Lane, and I cannot say Fast Lane. Do we want to do? Uh, fuck it, I'll call it Great Balls of Fire. It's easier. Do we want to do uh, that preview first and go over what matches there are because? 
I couldn't tell you more than one fucking match or two matches. I think I know in my head uh, that are going on. Yeah, do do Smack Lane first. It's one it's one road away from where Sonny was living. So, yeah, <laughs> at the halfway houses. So, all right. So, what are the what are we uh, doing for matches for uh, Fast Lane here? Because we know the main event, of course, is. I figured. Oh wait, hold on. I thought Smack. I thought Smack Lane was SmackDown. That's see, that's the. And Smack you know Lane, what? When so. you said that, I was like, "Fuck, which one is it?" <laughs> yeah. I, I was worried. All right, we'll do uh, Smack Lane first, and that means starting with SmackDown. Um, boy, oh boy, I really fucking liked it this week. Like, I was impressed by how much I like. I even tweeted. I said, "Far and away, SmackDown is the best wrestling show on TV right now," and. He did. He, he texted me saying, I really like the show. I want to be on the podcast this week. I want to take it over. Like, Begging. Yeah, Begging. Mean, that's, how, that's how he ended up. No, he did actually say, yeah, I I love the show. Yes, I fucking did. Because I said, shit happened for me. Because you said, oh, I'm watching the first hour. I don't think anything happened. And I'm like, okay, of course we get the we get our nice L.A. night thing coming out there. Kind of like the old days where you get Rock or Austin come out. Because, you know, he's in that same fucking tone. And... And, you know, talking shit with Paul, so you're getting the bloodline kind of thing involved. And since that's the pay-per-view match that's fucking coming. Um, and he even has his prop where he pulls out a receipt and says, I didn't fucking, uh, <laughs> I, ain't buy, I didn't buy the bullshit that you just fucking sold me. Um, and so we get that. And then we also get, which I have the problem with the this bullshit brand split nonsense because it's such, it's such fucking bullshit. It's as much bullshit as Edge saying you watch WCW. And so now Judgment Day's there, and they go, oh, they're allowed to go wherever they want. They make the rules for them. It's like they're, ooh, they're rebels, in which I always just call NWO purple. I don't even call fucking Judgment Day anymore. And I love the fact that, like, they don't say it for a fact, obviously, but, like, Rhea's the fucking head motherfucker in charge of uh, of the Judgment Day, and then she's going to fucking talk to Paul. So she wanks a deal with Paul, but we don't know what that deal is. I really, I like that, and I like the whole fucking go in between of he's got to ask permission first by Roman, and she's like, fuck you, no, you don't. I, I already said. And then she starts in with fucking acknowledge me and shit. That's good for me, man. Yeah, I mean, what's it leading to, though? Is Was we Roman back next week? Yes, that's, I love that. See, Roman's been gone for so fucking long that Jay or Jimmy's out of fucking control and going, well, he's not fucking here. We got to make a fucking choice. I'm here. Fuck it. And he's getting a little too bold. And we don't even know that he's back in because we have not had the confrontation of Roman saying you're allowed. And he's always doing shit like taking the microphone away and being fucking hot shit. So we got that to look forward to with Roman coming back next week and saying what the fuck is going on. They're fucking, uh, we don't know what the storyline is with Judgment Day and them yet. So I like that. I don't like that. You don't need to give it to me all in the fucking same minute. I can wait a couple weeks to figure out things and see what's going on. I like a fucking, give me a storyline. Everybody's now zero cliffhanger. Boom. They're fucking, it's over in a fucking day because pay-per-views are every four minutes. Um, so we don't know what's going on until like in the end, they all joined up together and then all the fucking good guys came out where I said, well, I guess that's Survivor Series. Wouldn't you think so? Yeah, I think so. I think it's setting up something for this, for war games that can lead there. And also what it is, is that 
you got these groups over, Bloodline over, Judgment Day over, albeit constantly on TV. And then obviously the baby faces are over too. You didn't throw out Ching Chong Ding along nope. from China or Japan for no to, reason to come either. and bolster yeah, to come and bolster these teams like the other show are doing. Like that that's the one where it's like really fucking okay. And then the crowd go nuts and it's like, okay, this is not for me because I'm disconnected to this. I'm not in on this. I, I'm not, I don't feel that it was explained to me. They're not explaining it to me because the attitude of this company is that it's my responsibility to know what it is. And I'm not uh, a big enough fan to them if I don't know. And yeah, it's, it's all like, and in the end you arrive at fuck you. I'm not doing the homework. I'm just going to skip the show. I'm, I'm not doing extra homework to enjoy wrestling. And this was a homework free ending to the show. You knew who everybody was without having to go away and search loser videos on YouTube and, and waste your time. I mean, if you watch AW, you have a lot of time, no doubt. But for people that don't, this is the show that is much more likely to captivate the casual viewer when you build off The Rock by having Cena on your television for seven weeks. I don't think the Cena stuff has been great, but then when I watch him wrestle and I see that fucking um, gap in his back of his head, um, <laughs> I realize this isn't, this isn't, this isn't prime Cena either. Uh, what's stupid and to he me needs to get a is tan like guy, Sting for God's sake. This guy had a semi shaved head his whole career. Yeah. He gets a bowl patch and decides to grow his hair out. So you can fucking see it. I think it. it's more if for he had movies his old, though. I right, think more if he had his old, yeah, go ahead. Maybe, but if you had your old, I'm saying, if you had your old hairstyle, yeah. no one even know. You wouldn't, because he, I can't he even... shaved it upward so high with the jarhead look. Um, I could tell back in the day where you were like, I think that's starting to fucking go, uh, but he would keep it fucking, you know, cropped up there. But like yeah. I said, for for movies, he's got to have a normal fucking comb, fucking hairdo, which they then spray paint the back of his fucking head. Yeah, but why why are they spray painting? Why doesn't he get it done? Oh, I don't know. Can you can you uh transplant the spot in the back or is that only for the front? No, of course you can. It's just hair, isn't it? It's just I your guess. I it's don't hair know from your spot. It's hair from your ass. It's hair that they pull <laughs> hair out of your ass and stick it and stick it in the um because there's hair on there's roots of hair on your ass. Well you don't want those hairs there. So well, I mean, they, I they think pull they them out there. Do that smiley zipper in the back of your head, don't they? Oh yeah, he could do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he just ain't got fucking time to take. I guess to take a fucking take six weeks. I, I I can't get six weeks off. I'm I'm too fucking busy. Well, you'll be busier afterwards when you don't look <laughs> like you have that piece of hair missing. But um, yeah, I thought it was obviously it is is it, it is a pop generating ending. Um, as I as, as I said, I kind of doubled down on not really knowing what you were talking about throughout the show where you were saying this was any kind of mm -hmm. standout show. I thought it was like a solid seven. Um, but in modern day wrestling, if you can grade a show seven oh, yeah. and it doesn't bore you, you don't have to watch it in in two parts. And sometimes you have to watch two parts, things in two parts due to the way that you schedule things. Like if I already predetermined I was going to watch this at the gym, and unless I suddenly become a two-hour cardio or one-hour 20 because um, that's how long it takes to skip the ads. One hour, 21 minute cardio guy. I'm, I'm not. 
um, then you've already scheduled in the way you are going to digest the product, digest the wrestling for that day, which is how I now watch it. But um, that's due to scheduling, not not due to the fact that I'm bored. If I sat that, I, there's been many episodes of Raw and and Dynamite over the last year where I've decided I've been sit, sitting down watching it, got some food, whatever, and thought you know what, give me a fucking break. I literally have stopped after an hour and put something else on. Episode, break it up, episode episode of Seinfeld, or go outside, or get the gym done and watch some of it there and just do an hour in different parts of the day, maybe even across two days, which is harder now because of that extra content we have to do. But um, yeah, this, this weren't that. This weren't the show where, if I was sitting down and watching it at home, um, I would not have fast-forwarded it or turned it off or played games on my phone or, or whatever. I mean, to a certain extent, there's always those those bits in matches that don't resonate with me. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray and Lappy was long. and uh, But stuff happened at least match- in there. So, I mean, that's what I always think. I go, well, do I really give a shit about this, you know, with LWO because they're all fucking jobbers except for fucking two of them, maybe. Um, but there's a storyline at least. Zelina had her tits reduced. No, did she? I couldn't. I didn't. I don't know. They, 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 they were absolutely popping out like a while back, and they didn't look. And she had an outfit like hard on, like, before, right? <laughs> Big rocks. Yeah, they they were they were they were out, and I think in that outfit they would have been popping like they were before, but they but they weren't. Hmm. So I'm I'm I'm, wor- I'm worried now <laughs> because I really liked I re- I really like that on that look on her where she's like fucking four foot four and just has stupid tits yeah I, I was i was a big fan of that yeah there's a, there's a, the, a porno broad called uh cj miles have you ever seen her um no type that into your phone cj miles asian broad she's tiny little fucking thing but she's got those fucking tits that do not fucking move at all like the, she's got boulder rocks on her fucking chest where they stuffed them into her skin um cj miles yeah. Uh, was a native of Dallas. Miles was drafted in t- 2005 <laughs> by Utah Jazz. Uh, uh, I promise it's right not person. him. <laughs> you go to uh, Uporn too and type in CJ Miles and you'll see. For everybody out there who's into uh, uh, porn from wrestling. He's looking. Chinese looking girl? Yeah, like, yeah, of course. Asian broad. Asian broad. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, right? And they she. They pick her up and throw her around because she's four foot fucking ten or whatever. You know, she's tiny. So they just pick her up and fuck her while they're walking. It's unreal. <laughs> Let's move on with the show because I have stuff I need to watch when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking uh, Chinese massaging on this one. Um, anyway, so I'll I'll reel off the list of what, what happened. You know, here, so the Charlotte Nasca deal with uh, Bailey and EO, the... I said, okay, this is the template of two enemies having to team up. There's always a mistake and someone kicks someone in the face or punches someone, right? And then it's there's a problem. Do you notice that Kenny and fucking Jericho have not had a fucking issue at all and they're supposed to be like blood enemies? Like they haven't fucking accidentally hit each other or anything and I'm like, I'm waiting for it. And I go, I know that's the, the normal thing, but... That is the normal thing, but they're like, no, we have a common goal. And they haven't had a mix-up at all. So I'm like, okay, well, they did a fucking mix-up here on purpose. So we talked about the Mysterio Bobby deal and all that shit. Um, I really like the team of Austin and Waller. I think they're fucking perfect together. 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely stepped down from what Theory was doing before, yeah. and there's obviously been some sort of decision. Um, but it keeps him going. Waller, it keeps him doing stuff, and Waller needs something to do because Waller's just lost every fucking match he's had. Yeah, and that's the thing. In this situation where Theory's had that US belt, and now it's gone over to Ray, and I think it might be in you know used in that feud with Escobar when that when that actually takes off. I thought they might do something after their little match, but but maybe later down the line that jealousy will brew and whatnot. Maybe it's more long term. I figure but, Bobby takes it you know, away from him. Yeah, and that's what I think. And I, I did say that previously. I did feel like this group, because Roman has one belt, the ceiling for them was to take the tag titles and to also take the the US title. Because you have, but then you know when when you're trying to build this group and you're building them with championships, that then holds those three belts hostage for a while because you can see Lashley within this group having a US title for five six months minimum. The same will be for the tag belts. You have the women's belt firmly, the uh, one belt firmly with Rhea. That's not going anywhere. Gunther's belt's not going anywhere in the foreseeable future. Roman's belt's not going anywhere. And I also don't think Seth's belt is going anywhere either unless it's via cashing. So it can only really go to one other person. So it's either Seth or it's Priest. So all of these belts are tied up. And it does feel like to me that EO's belt... Um, and Rey Mysterio's belt, they are the only two champions in the company who are in any kind of jeopardy right now. And once Lashley takes one, and once Judgment Day take lose the other one, if they do lose it to Street Profits, then you just have that women's championship belt, which is which is on the line. But then even that, even that, if you're building towards Bianca and Charlotte, which we talked about on Wrestling Informer, um, which you guys can sh- go and check out because that's where we talk about the Jade Cargill situation and how fucking incredibly bad at business Tony Khan actually is. And that's not an opinion. That's not an opinion. I reel off some heavy stats on there that make him look like a fucking moron. Um, or, or a money washer. So either one. It's, it's AEW's you know, not business. Um, so, yeah, um, it's, it's just a difficult situation with titles at the moment because of the way... Triple H is booking them. I understand the whole let's not fucking hot potato these things and make them mean something. But also, sometimes you need belts to to change over. And as we sort of transition onto this upcoming show this weekend, I don't see any belts changing on this show. And I usually feel that way about most of the pay-per-views. Yeah, I think this is just a, you know, it's a show to have a show. And I laugh that it, <laughs> the name of its fast lane, which was the fast lane to WrestleMania, and now it's just fucking October. Do you, do you think it's a bad look if you know when if uh, Rollins doesn't main event any shows that Roman's on, and now if he doesn't main event a show that scene is on? Do you think that's a bad? I mean, it shows that this fucking belt is a fucking uh, a fucking something for people to look at and pretend it means anything. That's the pro- I, that belt has given me a fucking hassle ever since I fucking saw it. It's, you know, I, I don't fucking like that. And I know I'm one of these fucking people that's, oh, fuck, like I'm complaining about shit or something. But I'm like, there should be one fucking champion in the fucking company. I understand NXT could have a fucking championship because they're really a, a brand split. That's like 
insane when you see anybody else fucking from there. And usually if they, if it's like guys from the upper can go down there for an appearance, that's fine. You don't really ever see, I mean, Dragon Lee is the fucking most we've seen of somebody that's been, you know, showing up other, like Tiffany was in the crowd. She hasn't like been on raw and having matches or anything like that. You know, so it's very much a fucking split where they could have a fucking title because that's its own company, kind of. But don't give me the fucking, oh, well, Roman's not around. Well, guess what, then? If if this is such a fucking problem for this company where they're like, we need a champion on TV, then take the fucking belt away from Roman. If you have such a fucking hard on about you need to have a title on TV then do what's best for your company and don't have a guy who's a part-time guy have the fucking title. But instead, they go, well, now we could have a fucking other title on there that means something. Guess what? You have a fucking title that means something. It's called the Intercontinental fucking title. It looks like shit, but it's a fucking name. If they went back to the old-looking fucking title, it could be it could be their fucking main uh, title while Roman has the other one. And, and with the fucking streak that uh, Gunther has... That's another reason why they have this other fucking shit title because they don't want, uh, they're like, oh, people need things moving around. Like, like they can't fucking handle somebody holding a belt for a fucking long time, which makes it worth fucking something. Um, who do you think takes that fucking belt from Gunther? Because I was thinking it's gotta be fucking like LA Knight has to fucking take that title, right? Well, LA Knight's not on that show. Well, listen, we know goddamn well. He showed up on Raw before. He could just fucking do whatever he wants. They fucking all do whatever the fuck they want. They'll go, ah, it's better for him to be over there. And he'll fucking go. Yeah. Uh, look, well, first of all, first of all um, uh, you, can you can give... I don't know whether this is me being old and then me kind of being that being at that age where I'm now that guy who says in the good old days. Yeah, that's how I felt my, when I said that too. My day, but but I I don't think you can you can make him as champion as long as you want. I would still prefer the when the honky tonk man had it for a while, and I would still prefer it when Savage had it for mm -hmm. over a year too. Because I think I think it meant more. Yeah, um, it really meant. Really meant you were on stepping stone to to something. Uh, it used to main event shows. There would be two house shows, and the Intercontinental Title headlining was perfectly acceptable. Um, tag belts meant more as well. Yep. Um, the the Intercontinental Belt has suffered so much damage, and has been used as such a hot potato belt that coming in and manufacturing this push and manufacturing this long title reign doesn't mean that he is among the all-time greats or it to me it's just a statistic and it's and in wrestling statistics mean nothing because the statistics are predetermined he didn't really win the intercontinental belt and he didn't really go past um sean and savage and razor and jared and uh, honky tonk man and all these people like he, he, he didn't that didn't actually happen um in turn down to skill and whatnot so for me it's the intercontinental belt would would always be down to who I see with it and who it did the most for. And the people who really used that belt correctly wasn't actually Honky Tonk Man. He actually was just someone that you wanted to get beat. So he was the complete contrast to Hulk Hogan, where oh, we all wanted to see Hogan win. Well, we're using our other belt where you just want to see the guy lose. And mm -hmm. he sneaks out. So that perfect kind of 
the dichotomy with between Hogan with one belt and Honky the other is the absolute peak of of, of WWF. Absolute peak of WWF where Honky had one and Hogan had the other. So that's my opinion on that. And um oh shit, I forgot what I was how, how about that there. for the next list show? Top uh top ten IC champs and why? Because that was my belt. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. I fucking love that damn and, belt. And, and and that's the thing. So that that can be the show, but already off the bat, I'll tell you that other than Honky Tonk Man, who had a different reign, and that, as I said, that was kind of um, that kind of was a good way to highlight the, the difference between the two, two champions, two very different champions uh, in the company, um, along with the I think the Hearts, the Heart Foundation having the the tag belts, uh, Heart Foundation, then Strike Force, and then Demolition. That was the that was, uh, it, was it was Bulldogs. Then Hearts, then Strike Force, then Demolition. So they were they were the four champions that had the titles from '85 to '88, um, and they all meant something as well. So, yeah, I think I think that's the that's the golden period for um, for belts meaning the most. But after that, you have to look at the people who use the Intercontinental Belt correctly. They used it to be prepared to be world champions, and the ones that stand out are Sean, Brett, Savage. Randy Orton and The Rock. They are the five who use their Intercontinental title runs in order to carry themselves in such a way where you said, oh, Brett can be the WWE champion. Sean can be the WWE champion. Rock can be the WWE champion. Probably the biggest example is Rock. Savage can. And um, so can Randy Orton for sure. Um, who had a long run that no one talks about for some reason. Even Who's your favorite of all loads. time? I'm guessing, I, I have a guess who, who your favorite IC champion ever was. I think uh, it's different really to what it probably was as I was growing up because the kind of generic answer was is that a lot of people, when I started, the period where I watched, started watching wrestling, I always looked at Hogan as what has the WWF champion and Mr. Perfect as the Intercontinental champion. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel that way anymore because it wasn't perfect, wasn't catapulted off that belt. So I now look at it as, um, I, I now look at it as Savage being the best Intercontinental champion. The combination of having it for over a year and using that reign to, show the company that you can be the world champion while Hogan goes and makes a movie. I think that makes him number one. Um, for reigns that I've actually lived through and experienced, then it would be The Rock. Hmm. Really? Hmm. I thought I would, I was totally thinking you're going with Brett. <sighs> Brett is, Brett is actually, um, uh, 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 that, that, that Brett is actually, uh, this is, we should save this for the show. But actually, if you're a proper historian and and know your stuff like like I do, um, the intercontinental title reigns of Bret Hart are not impressive. Uh, he won the title in he won he had big matches with the intercontinental title. Uh, his match with uh, Perfect in '91 was a match of the year, but he lost the belt to the Mountie um, just before the Royal Rumble. So that is only a four and a half month period. Then Bret wins it back from Piper. And because they cancel Brett and Sean in Washington and do SummerSlam at Wembley Stadium, he then loses it at the very next pay-per-view. So Brett's intercontinental title runs were barely getting past one pay-per-view. So you're looking at a four-and-a-half-month run and another four-month run with a combined time 
holding the Intercontinental Championship of eight and a half months across two reigns, that isn't an all-time great champion. Although it did what he did with the belt did elevate him the highest because he had the match of the, match of the year in 91 and had the match of the year again in 92, all Intercontinental title matches. And those two matches are two of the most, if not the two most famous Intercontinental Championship matches of all time, uh, just beneath the ladder match, which is obviously number one. And again, when you look at the fact that Sean and Rowan had a ladder match for the Intercontinental title, and then you tell me Gunther is the greatest Intercontinental champion of all time, it's it's actually not true because he could never main event a pay-per-view or, or even have a match on a show where you just where it has that kind of longevity. And that's proven by the fact that this guy literally had the fucking best match at WrestleMania night two. And we are here on this show right now and we probably barely remember it by now because we are we are so oversaturated with content. I'll say to you, who who oh yeah, it was a three way, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, who did he fight? I don't even remember. Um I'm gonna oh, say they- there you go. Well, I mean, I can't do that nowadays anyway. Um, I used to be able to tell you uh, the fucking every fucking title and how it was lost each time they fucking moved on to another guy. But those days are long fucking gone. I'm going to speed through the fast lane matches. All you're going to tell yeah, me. We're going to speed through. Yeah, we're going to speed through here because over on the Lock Betting podcast, we're actually going to do a betting preview so we can talk about it more extensively. But I know some guys don't like jumping over, so let's just breeze through. Give a winner, give a sentence. <clears throat> That's and all go I'm going to say. I'm going to give you. Right a f- I'm going to give you yeah. the match. You're going to tell me who wins, and we're going on. Ready? Start with the world championship. Rollins and Shinsuke. How do? Who wins, and how does it end? Like Seth will win, but how? By pin? He just pins him. Uh oh. I think there he is. I'm back. Yeah, okay. uh, Rollins wins because she, Shinsuke can't answer the 10 count. Um, and my main level of in- intrigue here is just simply down to uh, whether this is on last or whether they go with Cena in LA Knight. <laughs> because I think it has to be I think it has to be bookended. I think one goes first, one mm. goes last. Because now look, first, in modern day pay-per-view, first is actually the second most important match yeah. of the night. That's, that, that's Triple H's um, philosophy from what I can gather. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, it's the get you get you going, right? So you get yourself going. Um, how bad is it that yeah, I didn't even want, remember it was 10 count? Go ahead. Do you want the traditional main event? Do you want a traditional main event slot or do you want to have the loudest crowd? Because the big a big match started automatically gives you the loudest crowd because all the crowd still, because people are conditioned that the, the card builds up in a structured way where you get something like the, some sort of fast high-flyer match to open, and then you get like your second most important match somewhere in the middle, like match four, and in the main event's match seven. Now they're conditioned completely differently. So still, when you hear that music for the opener, when it gets announced, people are like, oh my God, this is first. Um, and, mm-hmm. and that works, and it does like a Triple H-ish approach. But uh, that's what I'm most interested in. But I think Rollins wins, and... I think Cena and LA Knight both win as well. So either one can close or open. Yeah, and I'm I'm 100% saying Cena LA Knight are the uh, main event by far. Um all right, we'll we'll go on from there. Undisputed Tag Champion Judgment Day versus Cody and Jay Uso. Um Judgment Day obviously keep these fucking belts. Um So how does it fucking happen? 
yeah, I'm not 100% sure they do They do keep the belts. I guess it depends what they have in store for the future. Um, we did just see a quick hot potato change with Dominic Mysterio, so that could be done here. And don't be surprised if this opens the show and Cody and Jay win, mm. um, just to give you that hot start anyway. Because one thing you can't... Th- this pay-per-view seems very chucked together, but then what they've thrown together is likely to get a decent crowd response because they got everybody on here. If you look at a collage of the show and you're looking at the, the fact they managed to get uh, one champion in on Rollins and Judgment Day are all going to be there, whether Rhea Ripley's in a match or not. Uh, Cody's on the show and John Cena and LA Knight at his peak along with that that bread, that bloodline presence as well. They've done a good job getting everybody on. Um, but um, yeah, I think if they do lose, I, I don't know what, what they can really do, whether it's going to be a miscommunication from Jay and Cody or not. Maybe something happens here where Drew McIntyre costs them the match because he seems to be um, mm-hmm. having digs at both of them, promos. That is, that but is I, true. I, but I don't, yeah, mm-hmm. I, but I don't know. Uh, women's Championship, EO versus Asuka versus Charlotte. I think EO will continue to keep this belt, which makes Asuka and Charlotte have a fucking match because they'll bounce into each other. They'll bang their heads off of each other and one of them will get rolled up. Yeah, it's interesting that um, Jade Cargill is in Indianapolis tonight and mm. is supposed to be Raw because there's no Raw women's match here. Um even though they've gone very hard with Naya and Raquel Rodriguez and, and whatnot, nobody's actually on the show. So the only women that you have are these women. So it's it's maybe she's just there to to watch or or whatnot. I have no idea. But um, is she going to be in the crowd? Her, yeah. Maybe she's in the crowd doing that, sitting in the fucking seat thing. You know how they like to do that. Maybe they just need to. Maybe they're just going to show what a pay per view looks like when people say, "Oh, look, <laughs> there's um, people in the there's, seats." There's the people in the seats. That's that's normal. We don't we don't we don't hire we don't hire seat fillers. Should be incredible. But um, but yeah, I think in this match, EO does win. I think we're heading towards something with Bailey because Bailey, uh, Bailey's Japanese is is not good, um, and getting a triple threat match. So yeah, I think that um, she'll still win because there's legs in the story. Ultimately, I think we'll, we'll get to Charlotte, Bianca in some sort of way. I wouldn't be surprised to see Bianca um, making her return tonight. She's had a little holiday, mm. and I know she's going to a UK tour over here. So I think she'll be back very soon. I think she should be with uh, the Black Excellence Group. I'm waiting for that. Um, LWO versus Bobby and the Street Profits. Who's the third fucking... Who's the third man for... Um, LWO, which one of the fucking jobbers do they fucking use? No idea. I think, you know, obviously he probably would have called Edge and Edge said, no, I'm sorry, I've made a horrible mistake. At least I'm getting paid. Um, And then I think that only leaves, maybe it's that, I I can see it being massively disappointing and it just being that Dragon Lee. um, Oh, you know what? You're right. He needs to fill in because the other guys are fucking dead. You're 100% fucking right. I'd put money on it, hundred percent. That would be that would if you're going to do mystery apart mystery partners, it, it, it really shouldn't be that. Um, I'm trying to think of any other Mexican or what or, or anyone that they can actually bring in who would who would generate any kind of pop. Perhaps Carlito. 
um, would be the only other one I can think of. I think Paulito would be that would a be good a fit pop. here. That would be a good one, but there, I I can't even imagine it. I they are they're putting too much with fucking Dragon Lee and oh he's the next great luchador, all that bullshit, you know. So I I can't imagine they go anywhere other than well we got a fucking guy who will fill in and they go all right great you know whatever. Um, I think that, and then of course I think the Street Profits win this fucking match too, right? Yeah, they should do, unless we're going to build up more towards them. Another, they don't have a killer instinct moment, um, but we, but I think we already did that. I already complained about that on another show where I said that they already agreed to be with Lashley and they already showed a killer instinct. So why did they then have hesitation after already making the commitment? I didn't, yeah. I didn't like that. It felt like. Um, it felt like just adding branches onto the tree for no reason, to be honest. Well, you know what? You might be right about the whole thing because I'll bet you too. Maybe this is what happens on pre-show because that's all the matches, right? So uh -huh. the, the other thing would be how about we get a tag team between Grimes and Dragon Lee versus the fucking Austin and uh, Waller. That might happen then uh, tonight instead. We might get that match, which means Dragon Lee won't be the fucking guy. Yeah, I think I'd be surprised. I think you're looking at that Mexican Latino, that Latin, Latino field, though. Um, I mean, I'd be, I'd laugh my ass off if it was Conan. Um, you know, you know, he'd be, you know, he'd do it. You know, he'd be there. You're going to wheel it, to so. the ring. Yeah. <laughs> who else came in into that match? Carlito and who else interfered in that match in, in Puerto yeah. Rico? We're back. Uh, there was another guy. He got good, good pop. I can't remember who it was. You know now. what? It'd be good is if it was what's his name, fucking uh, Bad Bunny. That would be interesting. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, there's no way I, they would promote geez. that if that was the fucking case. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Who the fuck else came out there? It wasn't any of the fucking uh, Lucha fucking. It's Fabio Vega. Oh, Fabio Vega. yes, Fabio. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he still looks exactly the fucking same, but. You know, well, they can't do that. But yeah, I mean, they haven't even said like, oh, this guy's hurt. We got to find a partner. That's not even been said. So, but anyway, well, that's that. That's our uh, rundown. If you guys want to hear uh, betting predictions and stuff like that, you're going to have to uh, go check out at the Lock Betting, uh, what do you call it, podcast, and then you'll be able to see that. So uh, how are they finding that? Just type in Lock Betting wherever they find a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's free. Just type in lockbang, yeah. And mm -hmm. it's, that's where our that's where our NFL show is as well. So you can yeah, use that when you're over there, then like, you want to hear like the betting more like in-depth predictions uh, and and the actual betting odds as well. Um then just subscribe there and you'll get the NFL show which is making money every week. Obviously, there's a different version of that show this week. Um a little bit um sort of more to the point version that we did Still this an week, hour. but yeah, it's <laughs> I think it was 48 minutes. <laughs> it is. All right, kids, we're going to go over there. Uh, tell a friend, sign up to fucking the dirty sheets for your fucking rundowns in wrestling. I'm Cav. He's Billy. We'll talk to you later.